Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 91 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Our show today is brought to you by Tech Blog Builder. Tech Blog Builder is the blog writing service for IT businesses. We craft content that converts website visitors into customers with 100% unique, SEO-ready, professionally written blog posts delivered on a consistent schedule. We also help you get the word out via social media posts and high-quality branded videos, all customized for your business and content. Learn more at techblogbuilder.com. It's also brought to you by Tech Site Builder. Tech Site Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean, professional, and effective website up and running for your IT business. Save time and frustration with Tech Site Builder. Learn more at techsitebuilder.com. On today's show, I'll be covering 10 ways you can avoid writer's block and come up with topics to use in your blog posts, social posts, videos, and newsletters. Plus, I'll give you an update on my marketing apprentice, talk about the security breach of TechSite Builder, and say goodbye to the live show on Facebook. All that and so much more coming up right now. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. If you own or work in an IT business, this is the place to learn how to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can download, watch, and or subscribe to all show episodes at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can let, catch the live stream of this, uh, and actually this is going to change, so I'm not going to say this part about the live stream, because this is actually going to be the last live stream. So I don't want to promote it anymore if it's not going to happen again. Um, so guys, welcome to another episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. This show is unique in that it's only me this time. So I don't have Paco here as my co-host. We don't have a guest. So it's just going to be me talking with you, hanging out, talking marketing for our computer business. So grab your favorite beverage, pull up a chair, and let's chat. <laughs> Let, let's, uh, let's uh, you know, like we're hanging out at the bar or something with a, with a beer. Uh, and we're just going to be you and me today. So uh, today, i got lots of announcements for you, and then our topic is going to be about how to choose a topic for your blog posts and your content. So that's kind of meta, right? It's the topic is about choosing a topic. And uh, it, 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 that's one of the things I hear a lot from folks who, you know, they want to start writing blog posts and social media posts, but they get, um, they get a writer's block or they can't think of what to write about. So we're going to help uh, kind of break through some of those uh, blocks and give you, with these tips, uh, we're going to talk about 10 things that you can do to help come up with topics for your blog posts. And if you revisit these 10 items over and over again, you're probably never going to run out of things to write about. Uh, the, the items will just keep coming, the topics will keep coming, um, because it's you could almost dig infinitely into different topics. Um, so hopefully this will help you never... <laughs> never have writer's block for your blog posts again. Um, so that's uh, what our topic is going to be about. And I want to uh, first start off by saying that we're going to stop doing the live shows. So uh, if you are someone who tunes into our live shows, I appreciate it. Thank you for doing that. If you're one of the few who does that, I appreciate it. Um, but we don't have a lot of people tuning into the live shows uh, part of it is that the time is kind of awkward for a lot of people. It's in the evening. Um, I know people are settling down. You know, primetime TV is coming on. You might be eating your dinner. If you're on the West Coast, you might just be wrapping up with work. Uh, so, it, you know, it's tough to catch a live show. And really, it's tough for Paco and I to uh, be able to do this. We were doing this weekly. Uh, then we decided to cut it down to every other week, and even that is proving to be pretty difficult to, you know, make sure we're uh, available at the same time every time. But the biggest uh, reason why we're stopping it is because of guests. Uh, it's been really challenging to get guests on the show, and even when we do get guests on the show, they end up canceling on us at the last minute or without explanation. And I was trying to figure out why that is. And I think it has to do with just the fact that they need to be here at the specific time, uh, at the spe specific day, and there's no flexibility with that uh, because it's live. 
And uh, I think that's asking a little too much of our guests. That's asking a lot of us as hosts. So I think we're going to go back to the format that we had way back when we had the Computer Business Podcast uh, before we rebranded it as the Computer Business Marketing Show. And uh, that is that we're going to pre-record the episodes. We're going to, you know, have the flexibility to, to work with our guests and their schedules, be able to do it when all of us are available, then we'll record it. And then we'll still, you know, put it out on Facebook, put it out on iTunes, put it out on YouTube, all the places you're used to finding it. We are going to still do it with video. Uh, so we'll have the audio version and the video version. So all that stuff is still going to be the same. The only one piece that's missing is the interactivity with the live, uh, the live recording of it. So, and I'm going to miss that because I do love the, those of you who are able to make it to the live show and interact with us and hang out. Um, and that's always uh, good. So, um, <laughs> so I'm looking at the, the comments here. Uh, ben says, don't stop the live shows will be a disappointment. Adil says, uh, <laughs> don't stop the live show. So I, I appreciate you, uh, you know, saying that. Uh, and so here's what I'm going to do. And this, this is what, what I'm planning on doing. I'm not going to stop the Facebook Live. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the Computer Business Marketing Group. So if you're not a part of the Computer Business Marketing Group on Facebook, head on over there now. Just search for Computer Business Marketing in Facebook. You'll find the group. Uh, answer, answer a couple questions and we'll let you in. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do live videos into the group. So uh, they won't be on a set schedule, but every now and then um, I'll try to give you guys a heads up and say, hey, you know, tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern or you know, in a week from now at whatever o'clock uh, time frame, I'm going to go live. And, you know, there'll be just uh, kind of informal segments where we can talk about a specific topic or we can work through any problems you guys might be having. Um, but I'm going to use the group as a way to kind of facilitate that. I won't have guests. Um, Paco probably won't be joining me. It'll just be me and you guys hanging out in the Facebook group. Uh, and I'll go live. So, so that'll be an opportunity to continue to interact with you guys and do these live videos. But as far as the podcast and getting guests and guests who are, you know, familiar with marketing and being able to um, coordinate that, uh, it's just, it's too hard. So with the podcast, we're going to be doing pre-recorded podcasts and then we'll be doing live videos in the Facebook group. So that's, I'm actually kind of excited about that because that way we'll be able to spend a little more time um, uh, putting together a good show for you guys. So, cause a lot of times some of these live shows we're rushing to put them together and we're just trying to get a guest, you know, in time for the live show and we're, we're throwing a bunch of things together at the last minute. So it, doing them pre-recorded gives us a chance to, you know, be able to put together a, a better, um, a better, a better flow in the show and have more information and, and make it a little bit more valuable for you guys. Um, but we'll still have these interactive live videos in the Facebook group. So I'm hoping that's, that's a good compromise um, and we're taking the best of both worlds and making something even better. So that's the first announcement. So no more uh, 7 p.m. Eastern in the Facebook group for the live podcast. That's going away. Uh, but hang out in the Facebook group and uh, we'll let you know when we're going to do the next live video in Facebook in the Facebook group. So uh, we'll be looking to uh, hear your guys' feedback on that. Let us know um, what you think about that. And also, uh, you know, we're still looking for guests. So if you'd like to be a guest on the show, uh, on the new pre-recorded show, uh, that would be awesome. Uh, and that would be, we'd love to have you. And, uh, and we're, we're looking for, you know, computer business owners, who are doing, you know, interesting things with marketing your business. We're also looking for uh, folks who are in the marketing industry. If you know anybody who is in the marketing industry, uh, that might be a good guest. Let me know. Also, we're looking for folks who have services for IT businesses. So, uh, hopefully something marketing related, but, you know, maybe CRM, uh, security, that kind of thing. We love to bring those vendors on and then talk about, you know, hey, how do your customers market those services? You know, what, what are some of the best ways to market security services? What are some of the best ways to market, um, you know, uh, ongoing maintenance plans and all of that stuff? So lots of different perspectives we can get from lots of different types of guests. So continue to let us know, uh, you know, what kind of guests you'd like and to offer yourself up as a guest. 
we'd love to have you on. All right, so that's the first order of business. Um, some other updates going on in my world. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the Gen M service that I talked about last episode. Uh, it's uh, Gen M is a service where you can quote unquote hire, but you're hiring for free. A uh, uh, and that's GenM.co is the uh, the website. And that's where you can bring on an apprentice to your business. So it's kind of a marketplace. You pay them 50 bucks a month and they give you access to a listing of different apprentices, folks who might have just graduated college or are looking for a career change. They're looking to learn about marketing. Um, so you could bring on an apprentice for marketing and they can help you with stuff like SEO, social media, web design, um, Facebook ads you know, lots of different things around digital marketing um, they can help you with. And, uh, and you're just paying 50 bucks a month for it. So it's really great. Uh, and they can work for you up to 10 hours a week. So 40 hours a month. So I decided to sign up for that last week. And I onboarded a, uh, an apprentice. And uh, he is a recent college graduate who's looking to get experience, real hands-on experience with marketing. So we brought him on and we're um, having him work on renewing or revitalizing the social media presence for this show, for Tech Site Builder, for Tech Blog Builder, um, start to get better uh, at posting, uh, have more thoughtful posts, uh, do more interactivity on social. Uh, and he's also going to uh, help with our Tech Blog Builder service. So he's going to work on creating the videos and the social posts for the customers of Tech Blog Builder. And that's kind of where we have him right now. As we continue to uh, get comfortable with him, we might have him do some other services. But so far, so good. I'm actually very uh, pleasantly surprised and happy with the, the work he's doing so far. He's you know, very diligent, very uh, willing to learn, easy to communicate with, punctual, always on time. So, so far, so good. I think I, I lucked out, honestly. Uh, but I did take the time to, to really vet the... Uh, the folks in the, uh, the marketplace of Gen M. You know, I, I made sure I wanted someone who was in the U.S. so that the time zones wouldn't be an issue and they would be available during the workday um, and that their English skills were good because they're going to be writing social posts and writing stuff that, uh, that's going to be put out there in the world. So I want to make sure they have good English skills. And um, then I was looking for someone who was very responsive in the messages back and forth who provided details, who sounded enthusiastic and was ready to learn and was ready to learn about the types of things that I needed help with, which was, again, social media, um, content marketing, maybe a little bit of SEO in the future. So uh, this person, Titus is his name. Titus was uh, fit all the bills. So, you know, we went back and forth in messages. He was very responsive, had good, good, uh, good feedback. Uh, his messages were very, were, were very thorough. So we did a video interview, and the video interview went well. Again, he was very open to learning and, uh, and seemed ready to go. So I went ahead and, and brought him on board. He was the first and only person that I did a video interview with. Uh, I, I tried to be pretty diligent before even doing the video interview, and it worked out really well. So, so far, he's been working for a little over a week now, and it's great. So if that's something you're looking to do is to get someone to help you out with marketing in your business, and you're not afraid to kind of show them the ropes, train them up a little bit, then check out Gen M. I think it's a, it's a good service as long as you keep in mind that you're going to need to do a little bit of work up front to really narrow down who you want to bring on. And then once you bring them on, be willing to train them and teach them and kind of hold them by the hand for a little while until they get um, caught up. So definitely check that out at genm.co, and there will be a link in the show notes as well to that. Um, something else I wanted to talk about is uh, as part of the effort to kind of revitalize the content management, uh, or I'm sorry, the content marketing portion of my businesses, uh, we released the first blog post in a long, long time. So if you guys have been following me for a while, you know about Your Friendly Neighborhood Computer Guy, which was the original blog that I started when I started my IT business. And this was, gee, now way back in, uh, I think, 2009 is when I started that blog. Um, so it's been about 10 years. 
And uh, I was writing a lot on that blog and that blog led to the podcast that led to, you know, selling eBooks and then eventually led into tech site builder and tech blog builder and all the stuff you see that I'm doing now all started with that blog. So I, I, I love that idea. And uh, that's what kind of sold me on the fact that blogging and content marketing is the way to grow a business because that's the way I grew my business. Um, fast forward to today, and I've been too busy to write blog posts. So I haven't written blog posts for any of my uh, businesses for quite a while. Now that I have a great content writer on my team who's writing blog posts for all of you guys who are customers in my various, uh, my various projects, um, I decided it was, it was a no-brainer to start, again, renewing the blog posts for, for you guys. So these are going to be blog posts about you know, marketing, how to market your business, how to, you know, create good blog posts, how to do SEO, how to build a great website, lead generation, all of that online marketing stuff that we talk about on the blog post, uh, on the podcast, we're going to be writing posts. So we, we published the first blog post at uh, Tech Blog Builder. You can go to techblogbuilder.com slash blog. <laughs> so that's a lot of blogs. Um, but uh, we figured, you know, since we have a service that's writing blog posts for IT businesses, we should probably be writing our own, own blog post as well. So, so that's where we're starting, and we've got our first blog post up there. Now, that blog post is um, about choosing topics for your blogs, and that's going to be what the topic of this episode is. So I'm basically taking that post that we have up there about how to pick topics for your blog and I'm going to kind of go through those different topics with you today on the show. So stand by for that. But just wanted to give you that heads up that we will start uh, generating content, helpful content for you guys that will help you grow your IT business and help you learn things uh, to help you be a better marketer in the IT MSP break fix computer repair space. So definitely keep your eye out for those blog posts. And if you're signed up for our newsletter, then you will receive these blog posts. Every time we publish a new one, we'll put it in the newsletter as well. So uh, for that, just head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com and you will get a, uh, the, you will be able to sign up for the newsletter at the top of the page there. And that newsletter will, um, you'll be able to stay up to date with all the different blog posts we write for tech blog builder and tech site builder. And the, the posts we put on Tech Blog Builder are going to be around, you know, content marketing, blogging, that kind of thing. The posts we write for Tech Site Builder will be more focused on the website. How do you, you know, design a good website? How do you capture leads on your website? That kind of thing. So they're going to be slightly different topics in each place. And then you can, you know, pick the ones that you want to follow. All righty. And finally, um, so if you're a Tech Site Builder user, uh, you you would have received an email this past week about a security breach. And um, I want to, you know, remain transparent and not sweep anything under the rug. So I want to talk about this because I think it might help uh, you guys who are, you know, running your own websites or you're running websites for clients, you're managing and maintaining websites for clients. Also, if you're a tech site builder or customer, I kind of, you know, want to talk through what, what exactly happened. So last week, uh, kind of in the middle of the week, I started noticing that sites on Tech Site Builder were, were behaving weirdly. So some of them were uh, actually redirecting to different websites. If you visited the Tech Site Builder website, it would redirect you to another, in this case, bogus website that didn't exist. Uh, so that was happening to some of our sites. Some of our other sites were... Um, the, the design was disappearing. So you would see the content, but there would be no design, like no pictures, no colors, no images. Um, it would just be the words, kind of like a word processor page. Uh, so that was something else that was happening. And for others, it was just um, different images weren't showing up or there were some funky things happening. So, you know, I was working through kind of troubleshooting that for some people, but I noticed that it was happening on more and more sites. And, uh, doing some more digging, it turned out that um, there had been a breach, a security breach on the tech site builder platform. 
So we immediately uh, went to the, our security partners over at security.net, I believe. Let me see, what is that? Yep, security.net. And what they do is they, they uh, we actually use them for our firewall for the, for the websites, and they're constantly monitoring our websites for breaches. Uh, unfortunately, this one snuck through, and, uh, and, uh, and it turns out that this particular breach affected lots of different websites across the internet. Uh, it was targeted at WordPress websites, and Tech Site Builder is built on top of WordPress. Um, so what had happened was there was a particular plugin we used that had a vulnerability that went undetected, you know, worldwide for a few days. Once it was detected, then that plugin uh, fixed the vulnerability and released released a patch uh, in in a plugin update. Um, so we didn't receive word of that patch until a couple days after the patch was available. So it was you know probably about a week from when the vulnerability was first discovered by the bad guys to when we were able to patch it. And in between there, it was exploited. Um, so there, there wasn't a whole lot we could have done about it. It was something that was out in the wild that was being exploited uh, all over the place. Lots of different websites were being affected. So anyways, when we found out we were affected, we went to security. We had them do a complete scan and clean of any affected files, uh, malicious code, anything like that. They said they actually didn't find any malicious code. So what must have happened was someone used that exploit to gain access to the system, and then they made some changes using a bot or something like that, and then they, they logged out. So they no, didn't really leave a trace of any kind of malicious code or anything. So what they did do, do though, was they placed that URL, that bogus URL that I was talking about, and they put it in different places in the database of, of the tech site builder websites. So it was really random. Certain websites were affected, certain websites weren't affected. Um, but as soon as we knew that was the problem, we were then able to go in and change all the URLs back to the proper URL of the customer. And uh, that pretty much fixed the issue. So that took us most of last week to discover and then fix. Um, as soon as it was fixed, we sent out an email to all of the tech site builder customers to let them know what happened. Um, the good thing about being on a platform like Tech Site Builder is when something like this is discovered, we take care of it, we clean it up, we fix it, uh, and we make sure to harden the website so that it, something like that can't happen again. That might not happen if you're managing your own website or you're hosting it someplace else. A lot of times if you host your website on you know, something like GoDaddy or Bluehost, they're not going to take care of that stuff for you. You have to discover it yourself and fix it yourself. So that's the cool thing about being on a platform like Tech Site Builder is we detect it ASAP and then we fix it ASAP. So that's what happened. It was super stressful <laughs> on my side and I was up, you know, late nights and early mornings uh, getting that fixed uh, and trying to get that fixed as quickly as possible. So you guys were back up and running. So that's kind of the story there. Uh, but everything's back to normal and, uh, and we're going good. And, you know, that's... <laughs> From my perspective, that's kind of the cost of running a service like Tech Site Builder, where you know we're hosting hundreds of websites for you guys. Uh, we need to be on top of that and uh, make sure that uh, if there, because we know you guys know right with security, it's not a matter of if but when. Big companies, you know, big banks, Facebook, all these different companies get breached. It's kind of Unfortunately, I hate to say it is kind of something that's expected these days. Um, I think the big, uh, the big um, tell, or the, you know, the way you can tell the the integrity of a company is how they handle something that happens when a breach happens. You know, do they do they inform their users right away? Do they try to fix it and cover it up? Do they not fix it at all? Those are the kind of things that I look for when I'm working, you know, when a company that I'm a part of has some kind of security breach. Because again, it's going to happen. Um, if it happens to a company I'm working with, it's not a deal breaker. What is a deal breaker is how do they handle it and do they handle it the right way? So hopefully we handled it the right way. If you have any feedback about how we did handle it, let us know. Uh, we're happy to hear your feedback and improve in the future. All right, so I think that is all of the announcements I had. So no live show. Gen M is going well. 
We've got uh, new blog posts that we're going to be publishing under Tech Blog Builder and Tech Site Builder. And the uh, Tech Site Builder security breach is all done, all fixed, and everyone's back to normal. So if you want to keep up to date with all of this stuff, as I mentioned before, head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com and sign up for the Computer Business Marketing Newsletter. Uh, also, if you want a fully hosted website that, uh, again, will take care of security issues for you, will take care of speed, will take care of SEO, all of that stuff, if you want it all taken care of for you, and on a platform that's specifically built for IT business owners, then check out Tech Site Builder at techsitebuilder.com. Um, yep. Brian says, it just goes to show how difficult it is to keep a site safe online. It is really difficult, especially when you're talking about a, a content management system like WordPress that uses third-party plugins. So if you're using an HTML website with CSS and maybe a little bit of JavaScript, you know, security isn't as much of a concern. But then you run into the issue of, of content management. It's a pain in the butt to update an HTML website because you have to go into the code and redo everything, re-upload the files. Whereas with WordPress, you can log into your dashboard, make changes very easily, and you can add extra functionality very easily in the form of plugins. But of course, then that comes with the security risk of, of you know, those plugins not being very secure, depending on who's developing them and stuff like that. And this is something you run into with any kind of operating system. And I think of WordPress as a website operating system. So, you know, with Android, right? They have malicious uh, apps that you can install uh, and, you know, there's security issues there. With Windows, you know, operating system, you can install programs and there's lots of security issues that can crop up there. So, yeah, I mean, it's hard to keep a website safe just like it's hard to keep a computer safe um, and there's always, you know, issues no matter how good your antivirus or firewall is. There are always ways, if someone really wants to get access to your website there or get access to whatever, there are always ways to, to breach those things. So the best you can do is fix it quick and, uh, and then be transparent about it. All right, guys, so let's jump into the featured topic today. The featured topic is how to come up with blog post topics. So um, this is something we struggle with on this podcast. What topic are we going to talk about on the podcast? What topic are we going to talk about in our blog post? What topic are we going to talk about in a newsletter we send out? What topic are we going to talk about when we post on social media? You're, you're constantly have, have needing to think of new things to talk about, new topics to come up with. And for some people, it's easy, and they do it, and they have no problem. But some people, it's difficult. Some people, they, they really struggle, and so they just don't write content. And that's the wrong answer. So... Hopefully, this will help you break through those kind of writer's block moments you might have when you're trying to come up with content for your blog or any other content marketing you might have going on. So I'm going straight off of the blog post that we wrote for Tech Blog Builder. The first, um, the first thing is to look, and this is probably the main, the primary way you're going to find topics for your blog is to look at the questions that your customers ask most often. So, you know, every day when you're dealing with customers, you're doing research for content writing and for your blog posts. So you have a new issue that's cropped up. You have uh, a question that customers are asking about, you know, maybe they're asking about ransomware. Maybe they're asking about a news story they heard on the news. Maybe they're asking about some new gadget, uh, you know, whatever it is be listening, and then take that, those questions and create a blog post around it. Super easy. Answer the question. Uh, not, only that, not only will it help you come up with a topic, but those topics are really good for SEO because you know if you're answering a question, that question might be a question people are asking Google. <laughs> uh, and so if you're able to you know, answer that question well, write a very nice, thorough blog post about it, use that question throughout the blog post, that's going to get picked up by the search engines and then people are going to find you, you when they ask that question and then, you know, from there they can become a customer, right? If you answer that question well for them, then that's when they're, you know, the light bulb goes off in their head. Hey, this person knows what they're talking about or this company, you know, knows what they're talking about. They had the perfect answer to my question. What other answers do they have? 
you know, maybe, you know, I have this issue, maybe let me call them and see if they can answer my question. And then bada bing, bada boom, they are your customer <laughs> after that. So definitely one of the best things to do. And you not only do you, this doesn't necessarily have to be a blog post. You can record a video where you're answering this question. You can put it up on social media. It can just be a social media post. You know, lots of different ways you can go about answering questions that your customers ask you. But don't let it, that answer just be between you and the customer. Open it up so that you're answering that question for everybody that's out there. And that's a great way to build authority, build SEO, build all sorts of stuff. So the second way is to explain little known facts about your services. I really love this because a lot of times on the website, we want to avoid going too detailed into our services on the website itself. So, you know, I have my website, I have, you know, virus removal. Okay, great. Someone clicks on that. I, I need my, I, you know, I think I have a virus on my computer. Let me see what you guys do. So on that page, you kind of list out, you know, this is what we can do. This is how much it costs. Maybe you're listing your prices. Maybe not. Um, this, this is kind of what to expect. Uh, maybe here are some case studies of what we've done in the past. But you want to keep it short and succinct so that the person isn't reading a novel to try to figure out if this service is right for them. But maybe there are, maybe you want to go into depth. Maybe you want to maybe define certain terms like what is a virus? What is malware? Maybe you want to talk about, you know, your recommended antivirus suite. Uh, maybe you want to talk about web filtering and some tips around that. What you can do is link those words from your service page to a blog post that's going to expand on that topic. So again, you know, you can write a whole blog post about web filtering, even though that's just a small part of the, the service you, you do, you can expand that out into a full blog post. That way, if someone wants to dig in deeper about that specific service, they can click those links, go to those blog posts, and read a full in-depth article about that particular topic. So you're giving the customer the opportunity to dig deeper if they want to, but on that service page, you're keeping it nice and short and brief so that they can get the information they need really quick. So that's a great, that's, that's, I really like that as a blog post way to come up with blog post topics. Look at your services, look at each little individual piece of the service that you provide and expand that out into a blog post. Third way is, uh, the third tip for coming up with blog post topics is to talk about tech-related news events. And there's really no shortage of those these days, uh, whether it's a security breach or whether it's, you know, some new gadget that's coming out um, between Apple and Microsoft and uh, Amazon and, you know, all of these different, Facebook, all of these different services that are always in the news for various reasons. You can, you know, talk about those things. Not only, that's going to help you stay relevant. So uh, it's a good to mix up blog posts between evergreen content, which is content that it doesn't matter when they, they read it, it, it applies, versus um, uh, relevant in-the-moment content that's talking about a specific thing that's now. You know, those, those blog posts aren't going to work so well later on down the road, but if you want to get, generate those, that interest in the traffic now, talk about current events. So, um, you know, Amazon drones, Facebook uh, privacy issues. You can, you can give your opinion about it. You can recommend things that people can do to prepare or to be aware. Um, and your existing customers will love that. And it'll also help give you a temporary SEO boost as well. Um, so let's see. The next topic, I was just looking in the Facebook group to see if uh, there was any... Um, any updates? Brian was talking about how when he was, before he went with Tech Site Builder, there were two sites that he made uh, himself and he hosted with a hosting company and that hosting company got hacked uh, via a plugin. Um, so in his case, the malicious code was added to both sites and on both occasions, his hosting company took down the site and informed me. See that? I don't like. Um, you don't want to take down the site. You want to fix it and get the site up as soon as possible. Um, and he said he was charged on a few, uh, on both occasions, um, to have their team remove the code and check out the site. So, so the, the charge was not optional. Yep. So yeah, exactly. So when you're on with tech site builder, you know that that stuff's going to be taken care of for you. No additional charge. Thanks for that, Brian. Um, getting back to the topics. So the next way to find a topic for your blog post is 
look for trending hashtags. So this is, a, this is kind of taking that, that previous tip to the next level, right? When you're looking for news events or, or tech-related news items, if you want to know what people are actually talking about, sometimes the things on the news aren't the things that regular people are talking about, especially if you're like in your geek bubble and you're you know, hearing about all these geeky things that maybe the average person doesn't care about. You can, you can look for trending hashtags. So just go on Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, you can look for the trending hashtags there in the sidebar. And that can give you some ideas on what people are talking about and look for any tech-related things in there. And then the cool thing about that is you can then use that hashtag in your social media post that you write about that topic um, so that your post will show up in that list of posts that are talking about that hashtag. So it's a great way to um, get your post seen as a part of that trending topic. Um, and it can be about you know, a tech-related item or you can just look for hashtags about general topics that are trending and then try to spin it into technology or make a comment about it or something like this. So this works really well if you're trying to come up for ideas for social media posts. All right, the next idea is share a day in the life of story. So this is something that I think a lot of people are afraid to do, but I think it's something that your customers will really value. And this is something that Nathan Drager who, you know, we had a guest a, a few episodes ago. He does this really well. They have, they send out a newsletter to their customers where they talk about, you know, what's going on in the office. They're always showing pictures of themselves and their employees doing different things in the office, doing different things at customers' um, locations. Also, they have a live show on Facebook that they do with their, with their, um, their you know, their employees. Uh, and and that, that goes off really well. And I think that's something that you can uh, really look to do in blog posts, in videos, in social media posts, however you want to do it. Just give a behind-the-scenes look at what are you guys doing in the office. Um, another person who does this well is Tom Lawrence. Uh, Tom Lawrence we had on a guest as a guest on the show a little while ago, and he does great YouTube videos where him and his employees get together and they do things like, you know, have a hot, hot sauce eating competitions and stuff like that. So it can be very loose, very fun, but it's a great way for people to get to know you, uh, get to know your company. And as they do, the rapport uh, gets better and they feel like they get to know you and they're more likely to stay your customer or become your customer if they feel like they really know you. Um, so that's definitely one to do. Uh, another tip for, how to, uh, for a topic you can use for blog posts is um, what are other tech businesses writing about? So this is kind of some uh, espionage tactics here. You can look for the uh, other businesses in your area or just other IT businesses in general. See what they're writing about on their blog posts. Um, what you'll find probably is most of your competition is not writing blog posts, which is a good thing <laughs> because that you know then gives you the opportunity to be the one in your area who's writing great blog posts. But uh, you might have some competition who are writing blog posts and then, you know, check out what they're writing, do, do a little bit of, uh, of spy work and, uh, and get some ideas, you know, definitely don't copy what they're writing about, but use it to spark, uh, you know, something, an idea for yourself. So, you know, definitely look to see what those businesses are doing right. Uh, do they have blog posts that are really great, that are getting lots of traffic, getting lots of comments? If so, you know, try to reverse engineer what they're doing and try to do something similar but better. How about that? All right. The next tip is uh, ask your customers. So you can actually just straight up ask your customers, what would you like us to write about? So this kind of takes, again, that, that idea of, you know, what questions are your customers asking? Uh, this takes it, you know, a, a little bit more straightforward where you're saying, hey, customers, what, you know, we're, we're starting to write up some blog posts. We're looking for ideas. Let us know what would you like us to write about. So you can send them an email. You can ask on social media. You can ask them in person when you're, you know, visiting them to do some work on their computers. Um, you can say, hey, you know, uh, how's it going? You know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting... We're getting some blog posts starting up here, and we're just wondering, you know, what, what you would like to hear about. Are there any tips or tricks that you're curious about? Um, you know, don't guess, right? Just ask them. What do they want to? What do they want to know about? And that way, you know, <laughs> you're writing blog posts and you're getting exactly what, or you're giving them exactly what they want to hear. 
the next tip is to think local. So if you're, uh, most of you guys who run IT businesses are, are very locally focused. So you're serving your community um, or your local you know, jurisdiction or your local area. Um, and, and that's where your customers are coming from. So think about local events. Think about local news. Think about local businesses. Write about, you know, write a review about that barbecue joint that up, opened up down the road. Tag them in the social media post. Uh, ta- link back to them in your blog post, uh, and they'll notice it. And then they might, you know, compliment, you know, compliment you back by writing their own blog post or mentioning that, hey, this awesome IT business just wrote a great review about our new barbecue joint. And then people, you know, it's a kind of a cross promotion thing. That's a great way to get backlinks. That's a great way to get mentioned by other businesses. And that's a great way just to build, you know, goodwill among the local businesses in your community. I probably wouldn't write the review if you didn't like the restaurant. So only write a blog post about another business that you think is really good. Um, or again, you know, maybe there's a local charity that you're, you're involved with that you want to want to talk about. But don't be afraid to kind of branch out of the tech topics and talk about just the stuff that's going on in your local community. The next way that you can think of blog post topics is to interview a customer about how they use technology. So this is like an actual interview where you sit them down either on the phone or on a video Skype call or person to person and you're like a reporter. You're asking them questions, you know, how do, uh, how, how, for example, you know, you can go to a, uh, if you work with a dentist's office, you can go to that dentist and say, you know, how, how are you guys using technology? What, what are you looking for when you're thinking about computers and technology? It, does it scare you? Is it something you're embracing? Um, what are some of the issues you have? Uh, what, um, what is the one piece of technology you could not do without? Uh, they'll probably say their smartphone, but you, you can ask that as well. Um, you can ask them, how does IT enhance your business? Uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, first of all, the, your clients love being interviewed. They, they feel important. They feel like, oh, he picked me to be interviewed. That must mean I'm special uh, or whatever. So a lot of times they jump at the opportunity to do that. You can say, hey, I'm going to mention your business as a part of this interview. So that's great free promotion for that person's business. Um, plus, you're, you're just having interesting content, right? It's, it's people love to... to hear from other people what they're thinking about certain topics. So they, you know, that's why uh, a lot of time in local news, you see the news reporter going out and interviewing people on the street. A lot of times the people on the street don't have anything really intelligent to say, (laughs) you know, they're like, Oh, Oh, it was really amazing. Or, you know, they, the reporter could have said it a lot better, but people like to hear from other people. They like to hear the perspective of regular average everyday people about certain things. So you can act like that news reporter to interview your customers and ask them about what they feel about technology, and that should go over very well. You can turn it into a video series, you can turn it into a podcast series, or a blog post series, but it's a great way to make your customers feel special, to get them to be excited about mentioning their business, and then to also give you um, some ideas for your blog posts, and then Kind of like what we talked about before, where uh, if you, you know, review a business, they might link back to you. Same with this. If you interview, you know, uh, Bob's Construction about how they feel about IT, Bob's Construction might, you know, post on their Facebook group, hey, we just got interviewed by um, ABC Computer Repair. Uh, It was a great interview. We had a lot of fun. Go check it out. And they put the link there. Another great backlinking opportunity. So when we talk about SEO and how backlinks are dangerous, these are not the dangerous backlinks. We talk about buying backlinks or creating false backlinks as being dangerous. But these types of links you get back from other businesses because you interviewed them or you mentioned their business, those are the backlinks you're looking for and those make a huge difference in SEO. Finally, last but not least, the 10th way that you can think of topics for your blog post or other content marketing is to take a bullet list and dive deeper into those bullet items. So, for example, if you've written before about backup and recovery options and listed the different types of backups, such as, you know, flash drive, internal hard drive, external hard drive, 
server, uh, on-premises server, cloud-based, all of those different ways to back up. You can take one of those items and expand it out into its own blog post. So kind of going back to where we talked about, you can take some of the services you provide and expand on those. Here you can take a previous blog post you wrote about, like, you know, top 10 ways to back up your data or whatever. Take one of those bullet points, expand it out into its own blog post. And you can do this with all of your old blog posts. Go back to one of your old blog posts, find one paragraph where you talk about something very quickly, take that out, take that and expand it to its own blog post. Then make sure to go back to that old blog post and link to that new blog post from that old blog post. So you have some interlinking going on. Uh, that way, if someone's reading that old blog post, they get to that spot, they want to learn more, they click that link. That keeps them on your site longer, which helps with your bounce rate, which helps with SEO, uh, and it also helps your customers stay on your website so they get to know your business a little bit better. So there you go. Ten ways to come up with topics for your content marketing. Look at questions customers ask. Number two, explain little-known facts about your services. Number three, talk about tech-related news events. Number four, look for trending hashtags. Number five, share a day in the life of story. Number six, what are other tech businesses writing about? Number seven, ask your customers. Number eight, think local. Number nine, interview a customer about how they use technology. And numero diez, dive deeper into a bullet list from a previous blog post. So there you go. Hopefully that will help you never run out of blog post topics or ideas. And if you're struggling to write those blog posts or if you're, you're not a good writer or, you know, hopefully you're too busy to write blog posts, then check out Tech Blog Builder because that's what we do. We write blog posts for IT businesses, computer repair businesses, MSPs, any type of technology business. We can write your blog posts for you, completely 100% unique, SEO optimized. You can give us the topics you want us to write about, or we'll use like a list like this to think of topics to suggest to you. So either way, every month you'll have blog posts coming out that you can share on social media, put in your newsletter, et cetera, et cetera. So check that out at techblogbuilder.com. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me today. Um, thank you guys for, uh, you know, Brian McGarvey, I see you there. Ramey Bell, I see you. Brenda and Bill, I see you there. I see Cormac joined us. Link, uh, Lincoln Moore joined us. Um, Cristobal Rivera joined us. I know, I don't see him in the list, but I know um, Michael Fieros of the Mac Labs joins us a lot. Um, uh, and uh, to all, you know, all of our regulars who, um, who show up and participate, thank you for, for doing that for the live show. Again, if you're just tuning in, we're not going to be doing these live podcast episodes anymore. Um, instead, we're going to be pre-recording the podcasts so that uh, we can, you know, kind of be able to get guests really is what we're doing that for. But I will also be doing more live videos in the Computer Business Marketing Group. So you can still catch me live. Uh, there's just It's not going to be on a set schedule. Uh, and um, just keep your eyes on that group. Uh, but thanks, guys, for, for making this uh, a fun run. And the podcast is not going away. We're going to continue to do it and going to continue to come out with regular episodes. So I'll see you guys in the next episode, uh, recorded episode. I'll see you guys in the Facebook group. We are definitely not going to be strangers. Oh, also, before I forget, there are two events coming up that you guys got to check out. The first one is IT Owners Compass, the second annual IT Owners Compass, and uh, that is coming up here really soon. Um, let me make sure I get the date right of that. Uh, tickets are still available for that, though, so if you do want to check that out, that's in Chicago, April 26th and 28th. I wish I could be there. Um, I, I am a sponsor, but I can't be there in person because uh, I'm actually going to be traveling internationally during that, that week. I'm going to be in London. Uh, so uh, hopefully, uh, but I will be there in spirit with you guys and uh, a lot of great stuff going on there. They have Carl Palachuk as the keynote speaker. Um, they have lots of other great speakers. A lot of the folks that were there last year are going to be there and a lot of new folks are going to be there as well. So 
Um, I, I don't have time to list out the plethora of speakers they're going to have. Just go to itownerscompass.com and check that out. Uh, and if you're going to be in Chicago or want to be in Chicago at the end of April, then check out IT Owners Compass. The other event that's happening that I am also a sponsor of is Tech uh, TechCon. So that's at techconunplugged.com. And that's taking place in Grand Rapids, Michigan, September 20th to the 22nd. That one I will be at. Um, so uh, I'm just happy I'm able to attend one of these. And, uh, and so if you can make it to that one, great. That's going to be another good one. Both of these events are good for you know, helping to take your business to the next level. They're both put on by uh, folks who are running their own IT business. So this is not like a vendor-led type of um, type of conferences. These are run by IT business owners. So they know what kind of you know, topics you want to look for. They both have different vibes and different kind of themes. So you know, check out the website for both and see which one kind of fits your particular personality. Both of them have Facebook groups, so you can check out the different Facebook groups. And, uh, and I, I, I endorse both of them, so they're definitely both going to be good to check out. I am speaking and attending at TechCon Unplugged, so if you want to meet me, um, definitely head on over to techconunplugged.com and grab your ticket for that. All right, so that is going to wrap it up for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Let's keep the conversation going. Uh, the way you can do that is head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com. Let us know or let me know what you think about this episode in the show notes. Every episode we record, we have its own page on uh, computerbusinessmarketing.com where you can leave comments. You can get all the links that we talk about in the show notes and uh, you can um, learn about uh, everything we talked about on this show in those show notes. Um, also, you can join the Facebook group. Just search for Computer Business Marketing in Facebook and request access to the group by just, you know, proving or letting us know that you are, in fact, an IT business owner. We don't follow up on it. We just, you know, we'll take your word for it, but just let us know. Say, hey, yeah, I do own a, an IT business. Let me in and I will let you in. Uh, and then finally, if you listen to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, we love to hear from you. We love to um, learn what you think about the show over there. So please leave us a review. When you leave a review, it helps us get found by other people on iTunes or on Stitcher. Um, and, uh, and plus, we just love to hear from you. And we love to hear what you think about the show. I'm just looking really quick to see if we have any new reviews. It looks like we don't. So... Come on, let's get those reviews coming. Uh, we'd love to hear back from you on iTunes or Stitcher. Just search for Computer Business Marketing Show and you'll find us there. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, Tech Blog Builder and Tech Site Builder. Thanks for checking out the show. My name is Matthew Rodella saying here's to your success. Your success.